So Shane, um, just before we begin, basically the whole thought of this is there are other people like me that are basically podiatrists or doctors. We're all busy. We, we, we all want to see more patients, have them come in quicker, have better search results, all this stuff, everything that you do. So uh, the thought is if you could just give some great tips and then at the end, we'll, we'll kind of share some information about, about you. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. And uh, I may have to ask you to speak up a little bit. Uh, I, I can't hear you a ton, but. Uh, okay. I'll uh, try to usually it's um, pretty good. Better right there. Okay. I'll start with the intro. Uh, hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. My name is Don Pelto and uh, I have Shane Eastman with me today. Uh, Shane, welcome. Welcome to the, the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And Shane, so we were talking recently and you kind of got out of um, your old job, which was more manual labor, and mm-hmm. you entered into this whole area of web and internet, and it really brings you a lot of joy and passion to it. So tell me a little bit about the, the kind of the, your transformation. Well, so yeah, I was a, by trade, I'm general con- general contractor. I have a bachelor's degree in construction management and um, so doing home building, doing remodels and so forth. Uh, But I really just don't see myself, even though that's my education, doing that for my whole life. I did not want to be these people that are, you know, just crippled and so forth at 60 years, 70 years old. And, uh, you know, there's just a better way of making a living uh, although it's very rewarding to be doing the building, all the projects, because you can see the finished product. But I was introduced to the digital world uh, about a year ago, and it really opened my eyes on how I could really service a lot of business owners out there that are struggling and finding the leads, the right leads, and really quality leads. You just don't want someone ringing your phone and not you know, wasting your time but really finding the right either customer or patient or whatever that fits you the best and figured out that the targeting is so powerful that you can get such results if you know what tools to use. Yeah. Well, everyone is, everyone is curious. So give us uh, go ahead and, and give us some kind of tips. Um, I'm, I'm sure some we can try to do alone on our own others that yep. we have to hire a professional to do. So kind of dive, dive us in and tell us what's worked for you. Well, definitely, um, you know, there are a lot of things you can do, an individual can do themselves to save them some money. Um, But really, the first step would be to make sure that your Google My Business listing is updated within your Google profile. Make sure all that information is accurate. You want to make sure that all your platforms, your website, um, your Facebook, and anywhere you have any form of a digital footprint, if you will, you want to make sure that you have the same exact spelling of your business exactly the same way down to the period. Um, It's called an NAP, the name, address, and phone number listing. So however you have your phone number, if you use parentheses around the area code and then the three digits and then a hyphen or whatever, you want to make sure all your numbers are exactly the same everywhere you list it because that affects your score because it's all about credibility. You want to have the same footprint everywhere you look. Um, So update your Google My Business listing, make sure the address, make sure the, you know, you are here uh, logo for your address is actually matching up. Quite often, I have a lot of clients that they have their address listing, but then when you look them up on Google Maps, 
it shows them down the street. And of course, people are frustrated because they can't find you in the right location. So you can adjust that. It's pretty intuitive on how to do that. Um, and then you just want to make sure, you know, all that is updated fully. And that's a good first step. And that's something that a lot of people can do. Um, then beyond that's when you really get into probably the realm where uh, people aren't real interested in doing themselves, like creating backlinks from their existing website or uh, just links, external links that come to their websites and so forth. And all the meta tags on uh, your profiles and so forth. Um, that's where you know, most people will say, you know, I'm not really interested in doing that. I want to be able to run my business and enjoy what I do best. Um, and that's where I typically come in okay. and my team comes in. Um, but uh, so then after you get your Google uh, listing up and running, you want to make sure that your websites have a lot of content. Um, you want to have a couple different pages that have uh, a thousand words or more uh, on each page for content. Um, because that's where, you know, you don't want to have a thin site, as they say. Um, it comes down to, again, credibility, good quality content where it's beneficial for the end user. Um, for platforms like Facebook and Google and all that, it's all about the user experience. If the user experience is substandard, you're not going to be promoted as well. And that's what's important to those platforms. It's all about not so much you as even the advertiser, but more just the user themselves. So change just uh, if if people are getting into more web or not web video, mm -hmm. how important is it for you to, for example, transcribe your video, and then how much editing do you have to do of that transcription before you upload it, or should you even do that, or does it have to be less than that? Because like let's say we take this thirty-minute interview today, mm -hmm. I could transcribe that, put that up. Is that beneficial? Is that needed? Essential, or is it optional? Uh, the reality of it is, depending on the type of content that you're producing, um, if you are doing something, you want things to be as authentic as possible. So as minimal splices as you can have, the better. Um, but then when it comes to having a quality uh, feedback as far as um, for metadata and all that kind of stuff, Videos, if you're using like a YouTube platform, you want to have a minimum of uh, 10 minutes, um, but then there's no maximum. The more, the longer, as, as long as you have that engagement, that engagement time really helps you out. Um, on for So YouTube is part of Google and so forth. So that'll help your SEO scores. So if you have something that's 30 minutes long and your viewership maintains at 30% or higher for that entire video, that's going to be a really strong video that's going to get uh, recommended from Google and YouTube, especially. Yeah, I've been playing around with, with the YouTube and that's the whole challenge is getting people to, to watch more of it and, and how to how to make it interesting so they can do that. Those are those are great. Those are great. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me if you can tell me more tips or tell me like kind of how these have transformed some of your businesses, if you'd like, that you've worked with. Um, well, first, some more tips uh, for someone who's starting off a YouTube channel. Um, you want to ask how, how to questions, like how to best take care of foot fungus or whatever, you know, things. And when you type in that, how to, if you want to really season your YouTube channel, those are the videos that essentially get you the most, uh, traffic. And cause that's what people are typing in. I want to learn how to, it's like, how do I do X? And 
those videos are where you really get your massive uh, growth and um, learning, you know, for people to um, come to benefit from uh, what you have to offer. Yeah. And now, how about like, for example, how I treated plantar fasciitis or I forgot what we were talking about, how I've treated that in the past has changed today. Is it okay to have multiple videos that are said like how to treat plantar fasciitis and then like, can you have multiple of the same title? Cause things are changing. Do you have to delete the old one? Can you keep multiple versions as, as the years go by? I was thinking about doing 2021, but then like 10 years from now, it's not going to be relevant. Right. You know, medicine is always changing. Like it, it changes by the day, you know, research going on and so forth. And that is a great question. So what you would do is um, when you're setting up your YouTube channel and you're uploading your videos, you do the record date and um so, you know, you might have a disclaimer, like in your default setting, a disclaimer is like, this information is current as of today. And uh, you may want to look for future videos for maybe any okay. updates that may whatever as a disclaimer at the bottom of each one. And then, then of course, leave it there because once it's there, it's going to still get you in content, uh, contact with those uh, potential um, patients and for mm -hmm. you to uh, grow with. Cool. And, and, and do you have any tips for getting people, let's say, off of YouTube onto your actual site? Like, because not many, my patients don't look at YouTube that much unless I send them there. Um, how do you get them off YouTube or off of Facebook onto your site? Okay, so definitely you want to have in the top of your description, um, if you'd like to contact me in some form in that description, the link to your site and um, or a calendar link or some way of them to get a hold of you in some fashion you can have that link in your description for them to use because um, you're putting this digital real estate out there that unfortunately is useless unless somebody know how to get a hold of you. So that's the primary thing you want to have in your description uh, right below what the actual video is about. Yeah. Good. Good. What else? Give them one. This is great content here. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, this world is so big and every day I learn, even I learn something new and miraculous and um, really just by following those, people can really make some really great advancements in what they're trying to build. Um, as far as, you know, Facebook ads are phenomenal. Uh, if you're using Facebook at all, if uh, the, Targeting is so precise. And so that way your ads are being seen specifically by who your patient demographic is. So and comparing Google, Google ads to Facebook ads, how do you compare and contrast them or which one is better for us as podiatrists, I guess? I would almost say, ooh, you're putting me on that spot, but right, uh, both good. But I, I tend to find when I look for stuff like if I want to do a lead gen magnet on plantar fasciitis, there's a lot of competition already on Google AdWords, and so for me to pay for that gets more expensive, I think, than Facebook. Absolutely, yeah, I think Facebook is probably going to be a um, more precise, um, like scalpel precision um, for targeting, and that's really what you need. Yeah. And in terms of um, content, I know there's different philosophies behind in terms of like, it sounds like everything we really want to do is just be genuine, be ourselves and really provide helpful information that's that people can use. Um, is the is there a best method? Like, 
Is it is video better? Let's talk about your your website, driving people to your website. Yeah, video is better. Are like really rich content? Are like for example, is it great to have one page on plantar fasciitis, or can I have fifty pages on plantar fasciitis? Like, is one better than the other, or is it really go deep on each diagnosis, or how does that? Uh, you know, I feel, I get worried about overwhelming people. No, I would say. Um... I would have a couple videos, a few different videos as you update them, mm -hmm. but I would, I would broaden that out to podiatry and then how to on each one of those subject matters on your page. Um, and yes, genuine, um, being genuine is absolutely the first and foremost, uh, because that they're basically, um, people are going to buy from people they know and trust yeah. and by seeing your content, they know and trust you. So they're more likely to seek you out. Yeah. That That's what I find more and more. I, I think all of us, when we start, we kind of want to be like other people. I don't know why we, why we do that. Um, but then like the, the more you get into it, like some of these guys on YouTube or other places, they're kind of gruff in there, but they're themselves. And I think that's what ultimately right. it, and it takes you a while to do that. I know for, I do, this is a podcast version in the beginning. I'm like, I wanted to be all straight laced and just talk about business, but really what people like is they like to know, you know, who Shane is or who Don is. That's what they, that's what they, that's what they like these days. Mm -hmm. And and that's that more truth than that than, you know, Don, it's just, uh, um, just knowing you and just, you know, like, wow, this guy is, you know, I appreciate the way he delivers himself and holds himself and, uh, and knowing firsthand, you know, that, you know, you really care about your patients yeah. and, and so forth that's that's what's going to get them not necessarily what someone else looks like because if they want to be they want to go to someone else they're going to go to someone else they yeah so yeah well good good and and how does someone let's say someone wants to uh let's say they 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 try to do some of it themselves and, they, and they're looking for help what are different ways like i thought of different ways like using fiverr or upwork or getting a someone or because everything these days, this it's a good and the bad thing. Is it's mm -hmm. the continuity? Like they want to get you five hundred a month for the rest of your life, type of a thing. Or you know what I'm saying? That's how a lot of these things are. So what what is your? I don't know. What's your lay down on that? Your thoughts? So if you can find some good resources on Fiverr, you know it's a great resource um, to depending on what it is you're looking for. If it's something you want to hire someone out of high school to do that has some really, a really good skill set because that's what it comes down to is their skill set. And um, Fiverr is a great place to go to because it's a one and done or whatever. Um, depending on what kind of reach you're looking for and level of um, professionalism and your branding, someone that truly understands your branding, um, you want to, then that's when you get into hiring the right agency that yeah. can help you. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Well, I think we've covered uh, a lot of good topics here, Shane. Um, I think we've covered about like how, you know, how to put things out there, um, how to add things to your site, uh, things like that. Any other like parting, any things that like, let's say you go back three years ago when you were still doing uh, being a general contractor, sure. trying to get more business and things like that. If you could go back and tell yourself now what you know now, Tell yourself back then what would you have told yourself in terms of just if you were just working the business right absolutely what would you have done uh, what would you have done different to get more business and more clients and things like that what would you how would you how would you go what would be the road plan you'd give yourself 
Um, make sure I have a professional address, meaning that it's actually a real address with that I can take a picture of and mm -hmm. can actually go to. Uh, then I would have update my Google listing to its absolute uh, fullest and maximize all the intent on that because more people are doing searches on their cell phone. And if you're in the three pack on the uh, Google listing, you know, it, it makes it so easy, especially on the phone. It's like, oh, this person's only five do miles down the road for me. And I can call them just by hitting this one button. And I mean, that alone is uh, worth a lot. And I would have done that differently to make sure that was fully updated and ensured that I was in the three pack. Um, and that takes a little bit of work. It's take, that's where skill comes in is making sure you're competing and playing king of the hill. Yeah. Um, then, uh, let's see, I would make sure my website was fully updated with, you know, 10 plus photos, yeah. uh, throughout with actual images of either me or my work Yeah. Uh, on that as far as content. Um, and then of course, what, a lot of it, what I've already explained as far as the YouTube channel and also, yeah. um, uh, the website and then name, address, and phone number listings. Cool, cool. Well, Shane, if they want to learn more uh, about you, what would be the best way? Do you have a website they, should, they could go to to learn more? Uh, yes, right now I'm in transition on that website, but you can still get there to get a hold of me. Don't really look at the content because I am transitioning because of uh, the algorithms are always changing. Yeah. And uh, I, it just changed once again a week ago. Wow. Um, so... Uh, but you can go to executivewebhq.com. Uh, that is my website. And of course, uh, if they want to call me directly, um, my office number is 978-833-9585. And you can reach me also on my email, shane at executivewebhq.com. Great. Well, thank you so much. I think you provide a lot of great resources, Shane. Well, hopefully this helps someone out there to at least get started and, um, you know, give them some tools to get a lot of things that they can do themselves and yeah. not have to pay for it. Perfect.